You are listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. If patients are pleased with nursing care, they are pleased with their medical care. What approaches are the finest contemporary nurses using? Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me today is Dr. Barbara Dossi. Dr. Dossi is a researcher, author or co-author of 23 books, educator, a fellow of the American Academy of Nursing, and the director of Holistic Nursing Consultants in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Dr. Dossi, welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. Oh, it's an honor to be here, and I love what you said. If patients are happy with nursing care, they're happy. <laughs> Dr. Dossi, describe your background. Well, Well, I've been in nursing 42 years. My background is critical care in cardiovascular nursing, and it was very clear to me uh, early on in my career that we had to do more than just technology. So that is what really thrust me to join my colleagues. In 1980, there were 75 of us as founding members of the American Holistic Nurses Association. What is holistic nursing? Holistic nursing addresses the body, mind, spirit issues of being alive as a human being. So in order for care to be complete, we have to address all of those. And as we know, in modern healthcare right now, the emphasis is on looking at the physical symptoms, gathering the data, and trying to eliminate symptoms. And what is critical and where we are right now is that it is a both and, not an either or. So our challenge is to facilitate people to connect with their own healing capacities, and that's what nurses really do well. What led you to holistic nursing? The thing that really got my attention was back in the 60s, I had a recurrent viral infection in my right eye, and finally, I could not stop the infection. At that time, we didn't have medications either for it, but I had a corneal transplant in 1975, And after that transplant, I still run a 30% rejection of my cornea for the rest of my life. So it behooves me to really look at stress management and keeping a balance in my life. And as I was going through my own uh, health challenge and journey and working in a critical care unit, it was just so clear to me that there was an enormous amount of anxiety and fear in the people that I was caring for. And I would say that in 75, I had my first bout of rejection of my cornea. And this is what got my attention about the anxiety and fear, even though you explain things to people, is um, with the bout of rejection, they place your head in a brace. Everyone, most everybody's had their eyes examined, so you know what I'm speaking about. But they do it and put a band around your head so you don't move. And then I could see this syringe coming in, and it literally looks like it's going into your eyeball. It's going, you know, into the cornea to give a steroid injection. And I do remember that, you know, anxiety and fear. And I went, oh, my heavens. And every day in the critical care unit, I'm suctioning patients. I'm there, you know, as part of helping do different tubes and suctioning and, you know, on and on. So that's what really led me to look at what are holistic modalities and how can we use them. Give us examples of holistic approaches. Okay. One example would certainly be to help people use their own consciousness in their own behalf. So let's say someone is getting ready for surgery and there is a lot of anxiety around that, such as, will I have complications from anesthesia? Will I wake up? What's going to happen after surgery? And what nurses are able to do is help patients begin to rehearse what is the procedure going to be like? And so several days before the procedure, giving them, say, a relaxation tape so they can practice on their own at home to rehearse the surgery before, beginning, 
during, and then after that procedure. And this would be after, including, you know, waking up from surgery, that it is over, things went well, getting adequate pain management, and seeing themselves in the healing process. So what I just described there is people using their own consciousness and their own behalf, changing the dialogue to create fear and anxiety with themselves, to use rhythmic breathing, to relax, to decrease the worry and fear. And so we're looking at relaxation and imagery. And those are called mind-body techniques. They are independent nursing interventions to help patients in their healing journey. How are holistic approaches different from complementary or alternative therapies? Actually, they're the same. And we have many names for uh, these modalities. We certainly hear them going by integrative practice as well. Modern medicine is the medications, the technology, the procedures, and that too also goes by allopathic conventional therapies where we look at pharmacological and the invasive and non-invasive diagnostic procedures. So then the complementary and alternative or holistic modalities then would be this broad set of healthcare practices and, and therapies or modalities, whatever you would like to call them. And these modalities really address the whole person. And when I say whole person, I'm speaking about the body, the mind, the emotions, the spirit. Uh, it also includes the environment where they live and how can they create healing environments external in their workplace, in their home environment, and also that internal environment. People have control of what happens within themselves, and that is finding that still point. And one of the ways there is like with the relaxation and imagery practice that I described right before your, this last question. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and joining me today is Dr. Barbara Dossi, discussing how the finest contemporary nurses integrate the latest technology, procedures, and medication with holistic approaches. Dr. Dossi, what are the biggest misconceptions? about holistic practice? That they are flaky, that they do not make a difference. What is essential to recognize where we are today is that most health conditions can be really helped with people using preventive techniques, using complementary and alternative to maintain their health and well-being. Very little of it is truly needed with the medications and surgery and invasive procedures. So it behooves physicians and nurses and other people on the traditional and the non-traditional team to work together in collaborative practice. And this, to me, is the most exciting time right now of what's going on because we know that the wheels of healthcare have come off. So how can we help people truly create healing in their lives? Which institutions are most successful at incorporating an integrative model of care? The most important thing about how a hospital system, a clinic works, is that you have to have the philosophical foundation that is throughout the whole system. It can't be just a department that says, okay, we're going to use complementary and alternative therapies. I would like to give a couple of examples of hospitals that I think are just really doing a marvelous job. One is St. Charles Medical Center in Bend, Oregon. The reason that this has been a sustained, healthy workplace environment is because there has been from the top down in all departments the integration and the exploration and the continued education of the people that work in that hospital. 
and it is a 250-bed hospital in Bend, Oregon. Another example of a large hospital system that works is Abbott Northwestern in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And one of the reasons that their integrative medicine program is working really well is because it is a collaborative effort working with holistic nurses that are certified in holistic nursing. And these nurses have both clinical practice and they do education components. So their schedule is split half and half. Um, what is very exciting, too, at this particular moment in time. As I mentioned, the American Holistic Nurses Association early on, and for your listener, they could go to the website, www.ahna.org. In uh, November of 2006, the uh, holistic nursing was recognized as a specialty by the American Nurses Association. And those new standards of practice, the HNA and ANA standards of holistic nursing practice, will literally be out in the next two weeks. So there is a standard of practice that is now recognized in nursing. What are some of the best ways hospitals and clinics can get started in this process? They have to enter into a dialogue. It can't be just a group of people coming together and, let's say, people on the interdisciplinary team coming together and just dropping in and making a few comments. It really has to be a focused intention where everyone that is in such a meeting would come together in dialogue and listen to each other and understand the challenges to bring this forward. We do know that there are many collaboratives around the country right now, and those that are working, it is this continued evolving, looking at standards of practice and recognizing that it takes many of us to do this work and it can be done. And it is coaching each other, finding mentors, and really having a game plan and and having outcomes. What are we going to achieve here in the next month, three months, six months? Where do we want to be at the end of the year? What benefits do institutions and physicians gain by using these models? Well, if you have a healthy healthcare workforce, you're going to have a healthy work environment. Right now, we have a lot of suffering, literally, soul pain and soul loss within healthcare workers. So it behooves everybody to come on board and address the challenges that are in healthcare right now. What feedback have you received from doctors? Much, much support. And the challenges with physicians right now is they are overwhelmed. We know how little time they have with patients, but what they can do is come together with nurses to truly build a collaborative practice and look at the outcomes of what they want to achieve in their clinics, in their hospitals, and physicians are really willing to enter into this dialogue. How do you respond to busy medical professionals who say, sounds like a great idea, but I, I don't have the time to invest in holistic practices? At that particular point when they say, I don't have time to invest in holistic practices, we have to address what is this practitioner doing in his or her own life? If healthcare providers aren't taking care of themselves at work, they just can't sustain themselves. What we're finding in hospitals is the workload is over the top, and we have to come together and say, we can't work this way anymore. We have to find our voices. We have to unite and say, we are passionate and driven by creating a healthy workforce. What is the science of health and healing? There is an enormous amount of work out on this. I believe that one of the best ways to look at this is to look at the National Institutes of Health and the National Center for Complementary and Alternative Therapy. It's the acronym NICAM, N-C-C-A-M. 
uh, within this body of work, there are thousands of studies now that look at the integration of complementary and alternative therapies with traditional therapies. And these five fields of practice are clearly recognized within the work. So it's important for people to say, when they say, oh, we don't have any research in this area, well, we are steeped in research. So our responsibility is to know what this research is and then to say, okay, we're not doing this, and what can we do right now? What does your research focus on? My research focuses on the integration of complementary and alternative therapy. I'm also doing a lot of work right now now with compassionate care at end of life, and then addressing the philosophical implications of holistic nursing. And I am also a Florence Nightingale scholar and historian, and it is the impact of Florence Nightingale's life on 21st century healthcare. Dr. Dossi, thank you for joining us today. I'm Susan Dolan. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.